Welcome to the Montgomery County High School Football Show with your hosts, Main Street Clarksville Sports Editor Brady McAtamney and Robertson County Connection Sports Reporter David Wilson. The Montgomery County High School Football Show is brought to you by the Bone and Joint Group of Clarksville. They are committed to serving the community by providing a superior standard of care to all of their patients. Rock and Roll Sushi of Clarksville. Stop by their Wilma Rudolph location today and grab one of their signature sushi rolls and listen to some classic rock hits. Sea Wraps of Clarksville. Whether you're in need of a new color change to your vehicle or would like a new wrap to advertise your business, Sea Wraps has the knowledge and expertise to get you back on the road in style. Daniel Stack at Farmers Insurance. If you're in the market for new auto, home, life, business, renters, or even pet insurance for your fur baby, Danielle can secure you with a personalized plan that fits all of your needs. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, you are Brady McAtamney and David Wilson. Hello and welcome to the Montgomery County Football Wrap-Up Show. My name is Brady McAtamney. I'm the sports editor at Main Street Clarksville, bringing you a recap of all the action from week four in Clarksville, Montgomery County football area. Of course, with a little bit of a preview of week five coming up, as always, with my co-host, David Wilson. He is the sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection. He is your guy for all things Robertson. David, how are you doing today? I'm good, Brady. How are you doing? We are doing good, my man. It's a nice day outside here as we're recording. The Detroit Lions got a win, so I can't complain too much. Yeah, but you're talking to a Packers fan, and we also picked up the week one win yesterday against the Bears, and you might as well just hop on the love train. Just need a little love in life. So Jordan Love was great yesterday. He had three touchdown passes. So we'll see you in a few weeks to see who has bragging rights. Yeah, I'll think, I think I'll keep up the Kennergy with uh, Jared Goff here. But uh, why don't we talk some high school football? I mean, we could talk NFL all day, but we'll stop ourselves there so it doesn't go off the rails. Uh, let's talk some high school action. Uh, David, where are we starting? Yeah, let's start at the table of the unbeatens, and let's start with the Clarksville Wildcats as they picked up yet another win this past Friday night over Hopkins Hill by a final score of 42-0. to zero. Actually, I think that was on Thursday night. So Thursday night, 42-0 okay. to zero win for the Wildcats, our high school football segment is brought to you by the Bone and Joint Group of Clarksville. The Bone and Joint Group is committed to serving their community by providing a standard of care for all their patients. Give them a call today at 931-905-1001. Is Clarksville High one of the top teams in the Mid-State, Brady? You know, if you would have asked me at the beginning of the season, I would have been very hesitant to uh, say yes because of some of the players that they lost from last season. But at this point, I think at least in 6A, um, I think there's definitely a chance that they very much are. Um, Max Preps has given them love. They've got them as the number 40 team in Tennessee right now. Depending on how much stock you put into that, you can give or take that. Um, but the way that they've been playing, I'd, it's hard to say right now that there are too many teams that are better than them. Of course, your typical 6A powerhouses, your your Oakland's teams like that um, are probably a bit better. But I think that you know, if if you, you consider kind of that second or third tier of 6A schools in the area, I mean, you could put them right there, if not higher than some teams like your, you know, maybe Mount Juliet's, Lebanon, Green Hills, uh, teams like that. Uh, they're definitely better than teams last year, Cane Ridge, who, who, of course, beat them in the postseason. They lost a lot of talent. Um, so right now, I think Clarksville is definitely in that conversation. It's going to be tough for them as the season goes along because, 
the region that they match up with is that kind of Memphis area with Bartlett and Collierville, um, Germantown. So that's an incredible region that they're matching up with, one of the best in the state. So they're going to have to get everything that they got prepared. Um, but as of now, I do think that they're in that er in that discussion. They got a huge game last week from James Dalrymple, one of their star running backs, one of a couple running backs that can just absolutely tote the ball. He finished with 19 carries, 142 yards, two touchdowns, and a two-point conversion, along with two catches for 36 yards. So James is an absolute weapon. They also got a great game from Peyton Langan. Um, of course, Amari Galbraith is always going to be there doing his thing. And uh, the defense, of course, shut out Hopkinsville High School, a pretty solid team there in Kentucky. So uh, this Clarksville High team, I mean, it's just beyond dangerous right now, especially in this county. I don't think there's really anyone right now in the area, at least in Montgomery County, who, who matches up with them. Another great story in Montgomery County is the Kirk Kirkwood team that's 4-0 under head coach Chad Watson. They picked up yet another win this past Friday night or over Northeast by a final score of 49-29. to our Kirkwood High School football segment is brought to you by C-Raps of Clarksville. Whether you need a new color change to your vehicle or like a new way to wrap to advertise your business, C-Raps has the knowledge and expertise to get back on the road in style. So give them a call today at 931-551-5255 for a free estimate. Will Dixon County give Kirkwood any issues this week, Brady? So looking at their schedule so far, um, of course, it's incredibly impressive that Kirkwood is unbeaten to this point. However, none of the teams that they've faced are teams that, you know, will be going to the postseason, making a run at the postseason. That's not to take anything away from this start. Being 4-0, especially as a brand-new po program, I mean, you just don't see that ever. Um, you know, opponents aside, yeah, yeah, it's just incredibly impressive what they've done. Dixon County, I think, is going to be the toughest team that they've faced so far. And if you go ahead and read my picks column, this is actually where I do have the Cobras unbeaten streak coming to an end. Uh, you know, Dixon County is a very solid team. They've got a great head coach in Jeff Tomlinson, of course, a guy that uh, people in the Montgomery area are very familiar with, who uh, coached the Montgomery Central Indians for a long time. And uh, after they uh, had a great year two years ago. Uh, he went to Dixon County and uh, has kind of helped start the program turn around there with the Cougars. Um, so I do think that he's going to have that Cougars team ready. Of course, the Cobras are going to have to go down to Dixon, and uh, that's, a, that's a tough place to play because those Dixon fans, uh, they're, they're passionate. They, they love to uh, watch some good football, and I think it's definitely going to be a good football game. The biggest thing for uh, the Kirkwood Cobras is going to be um, stopping Dixon County on defense. Uh, that's what happened with, uh, with them last week and uh, with, uh, when Dixon County took a loss. And uh, it's going to be have to what uh, Kirkwood does as well because we know that they're going to be able to score. They know that Lee Cross and uh, Perry Cross Snead, or uh, Lee, Lee Bugs and Perry Cross Snead, Gavin Hunter, those guys are going to be able to get the ball in the end zone. How, how much can the defense back them up? And uh, I think that it's going to be a great game. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Kirkwood kept unbeaten there. 
this is sort of a second, third place kind of game, too, because both of these teams are undefeated in that region right now, uh, as well as uh, Clarksville High and Rossview. So those are really kind of the four teams you're looking at right now as those four potential playoff teams. So this is a really big game if these two teams are looking at potentially playing that first round home playoff game. From two unbeaten teams in Montgomery County to a team still looking for his first win, our Montgomery Central football segment is brought to you by Danielle Stack at Farmers Insurance. If you're in the market for new auto, home, life, business, renters, or even pet insurance for your fur baby, Danielle can give you a personalized plan that fits all your needs. So give her a call today at 931-553-1493. What happened at Central this week, Brady? Man, people are familiar with the tragedy of Romeo and Juliet. Let me tell you about the tragedy of the Montgomery Central Indians. They were playing Creekwood this week. Two teams still looking for their first wins, both coming in 0-3. And let me set the stage for you. 14-13, Creekwood leads about under a minute left in the game. Bo Bowers for Montgomery Central, 76-yard touchdown gives central the lead 20 to 14 there's like 30 seconds left creekwood comes back scores pretty much as time expires and takes that lead right back right after they scored that long long touchdown to give themselves the lead and potentially get that first win of the season it is just an absolute tragedy for central and unfortunately, it's not getting any easier this week. They're facing off with Pearl Cone, who is the number one team in the mid-state, according to the Main Street Preps poll that has been curated by Russell Venosi this week. He and I have kind of been splitting off duties. And, uh, you know, he's he's got the, the Firebirds at number one. I would have put them there just the same because that is just an amazing team. They've already beaten teams like NBA and CPA. And unfortunately, I just don't see Central giving them the a same type of battle. So it's really tough for Central coming off a really tough loss like that. I mean, just an absolute heartbreaker to now have to go and face such an amazing team like this. I mean, my, my heart goes out to those guys and to Coach Corey Wright because that is just that's just a heartbreaker, man. So they're going to have to wait another week plus to really give themselves another fair shot at winning a football game uh, because it's not going to happen with, with Pearl Cone. And, uh, you know, it hurts to say that. And I like to say that anything can happen, but probably not in this case, unfortunately. Rossview picked up their second win of the year this past week, beating Northwest by a final score of 52-0. to zero. Our Rossview High School football segment is brought to you by Rock and Roll Sushi of Clarksville. Stop by the Wilma Rudolph location today and grab one of their signature sushi rolls and listen to some classic rock hits. Is this a win that can springboard the Hawks' offense moving forward and, and really into playoff contention? You know, I actually do think it is. Um, the offense had kind of struggled a little bit early on in the season. You know, they had a 20-ish uh, point outing against uh, Wilson Central to start the year, 14 against Logan County, 10 against West Creek. So, you know, those three games, they're still kind of looking for that, uh, that offensive spark. They come in against Northwest and boom. 52 points. Let me tell you about some of the guys who had big games here. Quarterback Reed Bryant, how about a perfect outing? Throws nine passes, nine completions. How about for 181 yards? A third of his touchdowns, 
or a third of his passes went for touchdowns. So nine attempts, three touchdowns. His top guy, Colin Michael, four receptions, 154 yards, and two touchdowns. So those guys were linking up and scoring, man. The way that this offense was playing, man, that's going to give you co- that's going to give you confidence no matter who you're going up against. I mean, I, I talked about Central going up against Pearl Cone. If Rusty was going up against a Pearl Cone this week, I mean, they probably get squashed, of course, but they're still going to have that confidence. They're still going to have a little bit of extra swagger going in, knowing that they just put up 52 points against Northwest. And I know Northwest defense has some things that they're still working on, but I mean, come on, 52 points if you're putting that up against anybody. You're walking in like Conor McGregor to school on Monday. We're going to take our first commercial break here on the Montgomery County Football Wrap-Up Show. Coming up, we'll talk about Clarksville Academy and their loss versus MTCS last Friday night. When it comes to insurance, you want a name you can trust. Wendy Danielle Stack is here to help. With over seven years of experience, Danielle and her team are here to assist you in finding the right coverage for all of your needs. From auto and home to life and business insurance, we have customized options for everyone. We'll work with you to create a personalized plan that protects everything in your life that matters most. Call today and see for yourself why Danielle Stack is the go-to insurance agent in Clarksville. Meet Dr. Casey Sigerson of the Bone and Joint Group, Clarksville's only hand and wrist specialist. He's passionate about getting his patients back to living their life after suffering from an injury or degenerative condition. Dr. Sigerson treats all orthopedic conditions from injury to recovery and is dedicated to getting his patients moving again. Whether you need joint arthroscopy, joint replacement, fracture care, or help with a hand or wrist problem, Dr. Sigerson is here to help. Schedule your appointment today at boneandjointgroup.com. Here at Rock and Roll Sushi, we're proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant founded on great food and rock and roll music. Boasting concepts and flavors that are big, bold, and loud. We're the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Come see for yourself why we're the best sushi experience in town. Find us at 108 Morris Road in Clarksville or visit our website at rockandrollsushi.com. If you're looking for a color change, look no further than C-Raps. We're Clarksville's premier vinyl wrap provider delivering high quality work and exceptional customer service. We offer a wide range of services, including color change wraps, ceramic coating, paint protection film, and wraps for commercial vehicles. Whether you need a color change on a luxury car or commercial wraps for your business fleet, we have the expertise to handle any project. Contact us today to schedule a free consultation. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. Welcome back into the Montgomery County Football Wrap-Up Show. I'm David Wilson, sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection, joined by your guy, Brady McAtemi. He's the sports editor for Main Street Clarksville. He does a really great job for you guys up there. Brady, let's continue right along. Clarksville Academy, they lost to MTCS by a final score of 42-7. But district play is now here for Clarksville Academy and head coach Stedman Bell. Can they start off with the win versus Grace Christian this week? 
I think there's a chance that they win this game. Looking at Grace Christian, uh, they're kind of having a similar-ish season to Clarksville Academy. Um, now, what do I predict them to win? Uh, not quite. I do still think that Clarksville Academy is still trying to get their feet wet. They're still trying to get those feet under them, uh, you know, kind of in a um, – they're still kind of like a baby deer at this point, you know. They uh, they kind of left that comfort of their mother uh, when they had their stars of last season. They've got their new coach after Scott Murray went down to Robertson County. Uh, they still got their their new stars that they're trying to breed with uh, Chris Reagan uh, that they're trying to kind of get into his own. Um, so they're still trying to get their legs under them here, and uh, you know they've played some really good teams. MTCS, of course, the most recent one of those. Uh, with a 42 to seven loss there, um, but they've had some close games. The, the teams that they've played, who are, you know, kind of on a similar level to Clarksville Academy, like Sycamore, like Ezel Harding, they've played close and even beaten in the case of Sycamore. So, is it possible that they beat GCA this week? Absolutely. I think there's definitely a chance that they start out this middle region play with a victory. However, I do still think it's maybe a little too early for uh, for this new-ish looking team, uh, for me at least, to predict them to get a win. Uh, I, if they do get a win this week, however, that'll probably change uh, going forward as they play some more teams who are on this level. Um, but at this point, uh, I'm going to say uh, no to a win this week, but entirely possible, and I will gladly eat crow if they lose, or if they win, rather. Yeah, Kenwood faced West Creek on Friday night, and they lost by a final score of 28-7. to And, Brady, this was a game that you considered very winnable for Kenwood. So what went wrong on Friday night? Yeah, it absolutely was winnable for Kenwood, and I think uh, head coach Jarrett Sneed would agree that it was winnable. And I think even the uh, West Creek guys would probably tell you that, yeah, Kenwood could have won that game too. However, uh, the West Creek guys were just hungrier. I mean, these teams are – Relatively even, I would say West Creek probably has the edge in terms of uh, talent, but overall, um, this was a game that Kenwood certainly could have won, and I think if they were to play play Tedems, you know, Kenwood maybe takes three or four, maybe even five of the matchups. Uh, however, they, this is still a team that has some uh, growing up to do, and that showed on Friday night. There were times where things just didn't really go Kenwood's way, and there were time, times where uh, things didn't go West Creek's way either. However, when West Creek had some things kind of go, go wrong for them, they didn't buckle. They they bounced back, and that kind of shows their maturity. Uh, it shows that this coaching staff has done a good job preparing these guys for when things go wrong. And that's not to say Kenwood staff hasn't, but when uh, they had things happen that uh, were not in their favor, they had a uh, they had an onside kick that they went for after scoring their first touchdown of the game. It was 14 to seven. They uh, sort they they go for an onside kick, try to catch West Creek off guard, and they might have actually got that ball back. However, the kicker only really kicked it about five yards, and as we know that that's that's just not legal. Um, and uh, that gives West Creek the ball in very good position. They score a touchdown that really kind of just kicks um, West Creek ahead by two touchdowns. They score again after getting an interception and you could just kind of tell that Kenwood um, was just kind of stagnant at that point. And uh, head coach Jarrett Sneed, he was even telling me these guys need to learn how to respond to adversity better because right now they're, they're not doing it very well. And uh, I think that was really the biggest thing that happened for Kenwood is when a mistake happened, when something didn't go wrong, uh, instead of bouncing right back up and looking at the next play, as a lot of coaches will tell you is the most important play that that being that next play, Instead, they uh, they sulked. They were uh, 
kind of still thinking about that last play, like, oh man, we messed it up. What what could we have done better? Instead of just leaving that in the past, they just got going. They they just uh, they 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 didn't get going, man. They, they it was tough, man. It was it was really tough to see for Kenwood because they got a lot of talent. They've got some good receivers. Their quarterback, I think, has great arm talent. They've got some guys on defense who can play. It's just a matter of really getting that mindset, that maturity to really get there for that team to really unlock its full potential. Yeah, we mentioned Northeast earlier. They faced off against Kirkwood last Friday, and they fell to 0-4. Um, they lost by a final score of 49-29. to But, Brady, was this game closer than the final score kind of showed? So for a while, it really was. Um, it was a it was a seven point game. It was a one score game uh, going there into the fourth quarter uh, for Northeast, and they just kind of let it slip away. Um, that's something that Kirkwood has done to really every team is kind of dominate that fourth quarter. So it's not really a new thing. It's not something that has happened to just Northeast, but um, yeah, they they did kind of let that slip away. And I do got some uh, some stats here for northeast uh and and the offense is just sputtered man it's been it's been tough to see phoenix love quarterback went four for nine with just uh 54 yards passing they didn't have a running back go for more than 11 yards in a game but now granted they had five different guys tote the ball but they had carries of or uh, rather yardage of 11 8 9 1 10 so the offense right now for Northeast just kind of continues to be an issue. If their if their scoring was better in this game, you can, I mean, they still got 29 points. Um, you know, the part of that is with Kirkwood being inexperienced, so they t- did take advantage of some opportunities, which is good to see for Northeast because you need to take advantage of opportunities to win games. I mean, that's just that goes without saying. Uh, but they do they have struggled to really create their own opportunities. And uh, if you're going to become a playoff team like they were last year, uh, you you got to make your own luck at times. But uh, you know, to answer your question, Northeast was in this game. It just kind of got away from them late, and. Uh, Unfortunately, that first win of the season kind of escaped their grasp. We also mentioned Northwest earlier when they faced off against Rossview last Friday night. Northwest fell by a final score of 52-0. to Are there any silver linings to look at for Northwest, Brady? Man, uh, it's tough at this point because uh, I've been going to bat for these guys, um, and that's not to say that I'm giving up on them entirely. That's, uh, that just wouldn't be right of me. Uh, however, at this point, I mean – that this 52 nothing game has got to be certainly a wake up call if they haven't had one already you know i'm not in that locker room so it, it's hard for me to say what they have and haven't talked about um coach pena and that coaching staff they do a great job they're great guys great leaders of men um but scored a lot with 52 points to rossview which is a team that was averaging you know around 17 or so 14 17 points a game before uh before this game i mean that's got to stink for these guys. And, uh, and you know, not not scoring against Ross Hughes, maybe not the worst thing in the world because they did just shut out West Creek as well. So, you know, not that, that's not necessarily the part I'm worried about. The part I'm worried about is how the defense will bounce back because, like I said, that 52 points by Ross View, um, credit to Ross View, but that's got to sting for Northwest, man. Uh, like I said, team will uh, score 14 to 17 points per game and you give them 52. Um there's got to be a lot of introspection at that point, and uh, I do hope that they can bounce back because uh, I don't want to see this team fail. I don't think anyone wants to see these guys fail because every, uh, the city's a lot more fun when the city is competitive. 
Finally, West Creek, they picked up their first win of the year over Kenwood on Friday night by a final score of 28-7. to How did West Creek finally get things going this week on offense, Brady? Yeah, I mean, we talk about an offense who has struggled. Uh, West Creek perhaps had the uh, most labored offense going into this uh, week. Uh, they scored six points week one, no points week two, no points week three. So you do some math, that's about two points a game going into this game. And uh, that's not going to really win you games, is it? So uh, what finally got this offense going for West Creek was their run game. Uh, they've got a lot of guys who can run the ball. Their quarterback, DJ Swanson, is a, is a very good athlete. He's a f- good game manager, head coach. Rob Gallo, it's kind of called him a point guard uh, as someone who kind of leads and manages the offense. Uh, not necessarily a, uh, an elite thrower at this point, uh, but is a good manager of the game. Uh, DJ McCoy is a good runner, but the guy who really helped kickstart this offense today was, or rather on Friday, was uh, Jay Shot Owsley. This is a guy who uh, is super competitive. I mean, I was on that West Creek sideline during the game, and when he was coming off, I mean, he was just fired up. He was excited. Uh, after big plays, he was he was talking his talk. He was just having a blast. I love that fire from him, and um, he really helps kind of bring a fire to both sides of the ball. Uh, however, it was it was his offensive contributions on Friday night that helped this West Creek team win. He had 117 yards and a touchdown, averaging 10 yards per carry with only 11 carries. So every time that's every time you give him the ball, you're averaging a first down. So you will absolutely take that from your senior running back. And uh, his fire, his talent really helped get that offense going. And uh, if West Creek can keep up that offensive competitiveness uh, with the way their defense has been playing, uh, this is a team that could potentially kind of break their way into that top four with, uh, as we know, we're, uh, we talked about earlier with Dixon, Rossview, and Kirkwood as those kind of three teams to look at right now behind CHS. And I think West Creek can definitely get there. We'll take our final commercial break here on the Montgomery Football Wrap-Up Show. Coming up, Brady will give his Player of the Week award for Week 4, preview some Week 5 matchups, and give his Game of the Week. So stay tuned. If you're looking for a color change, look no further than C-Raps. We're Clarksville's premier vinyl wrap provider, delivering high-quality work and exceptional customer service. We offer a wide range of services, including color change wraps, ceramic coating, paint protection film, and wraps for commercial vehicles. Whether you need a color change on a luxury car or commercial wraps for your business fleet, we have the expertise to handle any project. Contact us today to schedule a free consultation. Here at Rock and Roll Sushi, we're proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant founded on great food and rock and roll music, boasting concepts and flavors that are big, bold, and loud. We're the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Come see for yourself why we're the best sushi experience in town. Find us at 108 Morris Road in Clarksville or visit our website at rockandrollsushi.com. Meet Dr. Casey Sigerson of the Bone and Joint Group, Clarksville's only hand and wrist specialist. He's passionate about getting his patients back to living their life after suffering from an injury or degenerative condition. Dr. Sigerson treats all orthopedic conditions from injury to recovery and is dedicated to getting his patients moving again. Whether you need joint arthroscopy, joint replacement, fracture care, or help with a hand or wrist problem, Dr. Sigerson is here to help. Schedule your appointment today at boneandjointgroup.com. When it comes to insurance, you want a name you can trust. Wendy Danielle Stack is here to help. 
With over seven years of experience, Danielle and her team are here to assist you in finding the right coverage for all of your needs. From auto and home to life and business insurance, we have customized options for everyone. We'll work with you to create a personalized plan that protects everything in your life that matters most. Call today and see for yourself why Danielle Stack is the go-to insurance agent in Clarksville. Watch it! Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. Give cyclists room and do not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Welcome back into the Montgomery County Football Wrap-Up Show. I am David Wilson, sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection, joined by your guy, Main Street Clarksville Sports Editor Brady McIntamy. Brady, moving forward, let's go with our Player of the Week award for Week 4 and then roll right into your previews for Week 5. Yeah, let's do it. So this is a guy that I have already mentioned earlier in the show. We're going to CHS, the purple and gold. It is sophomore, rather, junior running back James Dalrymple. They call him Daly. He uh, had 19 carries, 142 yards, two touchdowns, two-point conversion, two catches, 36 yards. So this is a guy who did a little bit of everything on that offensive side. Uh, a little quick math, that's a uh, 178 total yards of offense with two scores and the two-point conversions. So that totals to about 14 points just by himself. A lot of offense in that win against Hopkinsville. They went up to uh, Kentucky and left with a big-time win. 42 nothing. They're four and zero, and James Dalrymple is a big reason why. Looking at the uh, upcoming games this week, it is uh, going down on September 15th. We got uh, a whole host of games here. Uh, a lot of fun ones. A lot of ones that mm, maybe won't be the most fun. But I'm going to save, as always, my game of the week for last. So we're going to start with Pearl Cone, Montgomery Central. Uh, this is one I kind of already talked about. Uh, it's probably going to be ugly. Pearl Cone's one of the best teams in the state. Uh, they're the easy state title favorite in 4A. Montgomery Central still looking for their first win. Moving on. Kirkwood and Dixon County, another one we kind of already previewed. Uh, this should be a, a, a pretty fun game. I think that this is going to be very competitive. Um, it's going to be the toughest game for sure that Kirkwood has played so far going down on the road against a very solid 6A team. Uh, I, I personally can't wait to see what the result of that is. Hoping we can get a uh, reporter out there for this one, and uh, we're still working on that, but we're going to definitely have photos. We're going to have at least some type of coverage for this game for you, Kirkwood, for the Kirkwood Cobras. I know the Kirkwood folks have been loving our coverage so far, and we have loved covering you guys because this is a heck of a football team. Up next is Northeast and Rossview. Uh, this game is uh, another one for the Rossview Hawks, second in a row, rather third in a row, going up against a team that is still looking for their first win. And so far they have been doing a good job of denying those first wins. I think they're going to do that again this week against the Eagles, hosting this game. Uh, of course, they beat West Creek and Northwest the last two weeks. I'm giving them a third straight win in this one. Kenwood is going down I-24 to Hillsboro. Of course, Hillsboro uh, – they recently had a lot of nice renova renovations there at that school. The Burroughs looking pretty solid this year at 3-1. and one. Kenwood, of course, still looking for their first win. 
not sure that they'll get it, but I am looking for them to at least be competitive in this one. You know, they've got, uh, like I said, a lot of good talent. Uh, if they can maybe put together some good stuff in this game, then they maybe can come back next week and uh, put together some good stuff. Um, looking ahead, we have Franklin Road Academy, Northwest, similar to Pearl Cone in Montgomery Central, just not a game that uh, I think is going to be very competitive. Franklin Road Academy's Ty Clark one of the best running backs in the area. Meanwhile, Northwest defense, like I said, not doing a ton right at the moment, not being able to stop much. So, again, moving on. Grace Christian and Clarksville Academy. We previewed this one a little bit already as well. Uh, I do think Clarksville Academy has a chance to get this game. Not necessarily that I'm picking them in this one, but they've got a chance. And, of course, this being a district game is a big win for them to potentially come out here and get the victory in. So really looking forward to seeing what happens with the Cougs. And my game of the week, I am going back to West Creek for this one. They are facing the Clarksville Wildcats. Now, of course, I'm going to pick Clarksville in this one. They're undefeated and beaten teams by like an average of like 40 points a game. Um, so I do have them winning this game. But West Creek, I do think, has been building some solid stuff. I think their defense maybe potentially ha can slow down Clarksville High, not shut them down. Definitely not shut them down because I don't know if anyone on their schedule is doing that. But I do think have them, you know, holding to maybe 35, which I do think would be a win for West Creek because nobody has held them under 40 yet. I mean, uh, they've scored over 50 at this point. I mean, this Clarksville high offense is just ridiculous, and a big reason is that offensive line. So I'm going to look for West Creek to attack that uh, in the trenches, maybe run some blitzes, try to sh shut these guys down at that point of attack, maybe force them to throw the ball. We'll see. Uh, head coach or rather defensive coordinator, uh, Brian Gelamo does a very good job on that defense. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I do have Clarksville high winning, but hey, maybe West Creek can kind of put them on upset alert like they did last week when, or la rather last season when they led them at halftime before eventually losing. So I, ha I kind of have my eye on this one just because I think there's a chance, a slight chance that things get weird. And in that case, I'm all for it. And that is going to wrap up our Montgomery County football roundup show. Thank you, as always, David Wilson, for joining me. That's our Robertson County sports reporter. I've been Brady McTamney, sports editor, Main Street, Clarksville. We will see you at the fields. You've been watching the Montgomery County High School football show with Main Street, Clarksville sports editor, Brady McTamney, and Robertson County Connection sports reporter, David Wilson. Read this week's Main Street, Clarksville for all the latest news about Montgomery County High School sports. The Montgomery County High School Football Show has been brought to you by The Bone and Joint Group of Clarksville, Rock and Roll Sushi of Clarksville, Sea Wraps of Clarksville, Danielle Stack at Farmers Insurance, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Join us again next week to get all of the latest news about Montgomery County High School Football.